Great news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. It is Tuesday, and you know what that means. That means we bring back the lumberjack, and the two good old boys just have some fun. How you doing, sir? We do. I'm ready for some fun. I'm ready for some fun. Somebody from the channel I actually talked to this morning, and when I called him back, he said, Chainsaw Depot. <laughs> he's like how do you want them and i go extra sharp extra and so yeah it was good it's good it's fun that's, that's that is awesome well hey uh as you know uh saturday morning i released my second book I, yes i kept a lot of the kind of topics and what's covered under wraps i i indicated something was coming a couple of times but it was um it's out right it's been a year in the making and what that's i wanted awesome. to do with you this morning be the be the be the one i announced this with is I want to just introduce the 15 guests or the 15 cool. chapters. And cool. um, yeah, I just wanted to do that with you. So I've been waiting for this. You okay. ready? Ready? I'm, I can't wait, Mike. I can't wait to hear about this stuff. I, I, like, I think people learn by hearing stories. And so I think that this is just awesome for people. You know? Yeah. And my whole intention, right? This, this started out as a storyboard, right? I was trying to look mm -hmm. at my channel and go, okay, how can I put together the biggest smorgasbord? How can I cover areas that, that I can't, right? One rental right. at a time was right. great, but it was one story. So, all right, I'm a little nervous all of a sudden. I don't usually get nervous. That's, <laughs> that's, that's kind of an odd feeling. I, re I remember that feeling. I won't judge you. I yeah, you won't judge me. All right. I won't. All right, won't. well, here we go. Guest number one. Yeah. And one of the things you'll see is every guest has a, a specific advice. So this first one is dream big. Yeah. Uh, this particular guest, he's actually on the East Coast. Uh, he started part-time. Uh, replaced his income, uh, replaced his income by two X, as I recall, and then went full time, right? So very conservative. He's actually joint ventured every deal. Again, something I have never done. I never okay. joint ventured. He has a money, a deep pocket money investor that he goes 50 50 with. And we talk about that. Uh, he has stayed focused or loyal or whatever you want to call it to a single market uh, of about 150,000 people. So smaller yeah. than mine, yeah. uh, might be a little bigger than yours. Bigger than mine. Yep. Yep. And uh, he has changed over time, right? He, in the book, he starts off by saying he wants to be a wholesaler and then a flipper and then a buy and hold and then a contractor. So you will see this particular guest as he's evolved in his market, he's taking on more and more things. So again, guest number one, uh, that's, that's who guest number one is. Love it. Love it. And I, I mean, again, you're, you're seeing the makings of dreaming big, mm -hmm. taking action, mm -hmm. finding a model that worked for them. Yep focus and daily discipline in an existing market. Mm -hmm. I've heard that somewhere. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, I was, yeah. One of the things I'd really tried to do was everybody's story is unique, but you certainly will see me Friend. tie the one rental at sure. a time things. And, uh, and then, and then lastly is changing strategies over time, understanding yeah. that you have to learn to pivot in this market and you always have to be eyeing what you, what you're doing today, what mm -hmm. can get better and what you're seeing things shift out of favor because we've been doing this for 20 years. This is how you became famous mm -hmm. was that you got it right. Yeah. Plenty yeah. got it wrong. Plenty know? got it wrong. Yeah. yeah. All right. Number two, 
Uh, big advice is calculate your freedom number. God, where have we heard that before? <laughs> Get your money right. Again, this individual started part-time. Uh, she, in this case, um, she, uh, I want to say was a nurse. Um, okay. So she was in the medical field. Uh, she started part-time, meaning investing part-time while she worked a demanding full-time job. Uh, she is very clear. You don't need a thousand units, no. right? That's, mm -hmm. is, there's a lot of uh, social media yuckiness. Uh, now she is enjoying life. Uh, she sold her primary home uh, and now she's traveling the country in an RV. Uh, and she's been doing that, I think, six or seven months. She, she is about balance and, and quality of life and really taking it uh, to the next level. And um, again, she has added strategies over time. She was focused. Uh, her first focus was flipping and has evolved over time as well. That sounds like April Crosley. Good guess. It is. It is April. Shocking. So one of the so one of the things that I like about hers is again starting with a strategy, adding to that strategy over time. Mm -hmm. Number two, the biggest takeaway for me with this one is not needing a thousand units. Yeah. I mean, Mike, let's be honest. You and I all the time talk about when we're going to stop. Yeah. Because we don't know yet. It's still right. to be determined. Right. Don't know. And you're at one eighty seven, and I'm at. 70 ish. Yep. I don't know when I'm going to stop. We're going to be at close to hundred by the end of the year. Yeah. And I don't know when I, I don't know when we're going to stop. We might, but I don't know. Yeah. But you can also make choice. The one I loved about April, right? I've interviewed April. I've talked with her dozens of times, probably mm -hmm. is she got her number. She got her number yep. plus. And yep. she's like, you know what? I'm going to go travel the country in an RV with my husband and dog and um, you know, see what it's about. And she's still doing her business. It's sure. just, she's, she's, her priorities are, are different. And this is a big deal in the social media world. How many, how many people like, Hey, I'm, I want time with my family. And then they, you know, on the other side, they're doing, you know, 90 hour weeks and <laughs> seven, seven. It's like, come on, uh -huh. April leads by example. So um, that's right. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Guess number three, location matters. Uh, this individual decided to go a couple of streets the wrong way and lost 10 grand on the first wow. deal. Yeah, uh, they uh, this is a couple husband and wife, uh, they yep. burr but have full time jobs. So it's in their backyard. Yeah, uh, that has taught them to focus on better area and higher incomes. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we talk about the monopoly board and they're not on the like the last. They're not on the boardwalk in Marvin Garden side. They're on the other end. Right. So, yeah, they, they definitely they have their focused area and, and that's what they choose to do. Uh, and they self manage. Right. So they burr and then hold long term. They don't always get all their money out, but they get most. And they're just growing consistently. Again, he is understanding what strategy works for them based on their experiences. They got burned in a bad area mm -hmm. or a marginal area. Right. They adjusted the strategy and now they're on a strategy that clearly works because they continue to do it. Yep. It. Yeah. Take the lump and move on. Right. Sometimes, That's right. sometimes um, don't fight the market. Don't fight the fed. Don't fight location, <laughs> location, location. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Yep. Number four. Uh, this is actually an individual who's been running a burr shop, right? That's how he's built his portfolio for okay. the last five years. Yep. Um, lots of moving parts. I mean, this is what he does, right? He's got anywhere between eight and 12 projects going on at any one time. Wow. He's got okay. 50 properties uh, to date, actually more than that. This interview was over a year ago. For him, much like you, a local bank has been his key, yeah. right? He, he proved it worked a few, time, a few times. Uh, and now the bank is kind of like, yes, we'll take more. We'll take more. Uh, surprises happen, right? When you That's go right. in to do a burr project, you may not That's see right. the need to rewire or whatever. Uh, you just got to take your lumps when they happen and move on. Uh, but, uh, you know, 
you make your money when you buy is, is a big idea from him. So uh, again, here, the one for me is Burr, his advice is Burr is an advanced strategy. Uh, yes. A lot of people try to make it look too easy. So uh, no, no, yeah, people that think that they're going to burr out of the gate are largely mistaken and they will lose. Yeah, it's it's uh, you're going to leave some money in the deal. Right. And yep. if you're prepared for that, it's good. But I, I really feel bad for the people that's like burrs my way. I don't have any money. I'm going to borrow everything. It's going to work out. Yeah. I don't know. With high likelihood, somebody like us will be buying that property. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I bought stuff that's been partially done and you know, they, they died on the burr yep. and don't like it, but it happens. Yep. <clears throat> Number five, live where you want, invest where the numbers work. Uh, these individuals live in Southern okay. California. They are out of state investors. Uh, they, we, we spend a lot of time talking about boots on the ground are key and they can save you. They gave plenty of examples where their boots on the ground saved their butts. Uh, one, the interesting one here is uh, the wife in this case, uh, her parents actually talked about financial literacy. It's the only, it's the only interview mm. that I remember where we spent a lot of time talking about how they, how she was, how her parents brought financial discipline, and I thought that was fun. And their goal is to be financially free by forty-five. They're in their mid-thirties. That's awesome. I mean, you know, and the funny thing is, is that the question is, is will they actually retire at forty-five? Because no, no, financially free at 45 does not mean retire as you exactly. and I are living examples of. Yeah, true story. Yeah, I mean, I love, but I love it though. I mean, again, this is, I mean, what a great, I mean, five guests that could not be more different. Yeah, exactly. Like, awesome, awesome. I've tried. Yeah, doing a great job. Number six, understand conservative leverage. This individual reached out to me because of one of my Dave Ramsey videos, the fire mm -hmm. movement and all of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, so we actually review what they had done to date. And frankly, Dave Ramsey stunted their growth. They took on debt structures that were um, not advantageous to growing because they were trying mm -hmm. to kind of juggle growth and paying off. It's, it's kind of two ores going the wrong directions or fighting each other. Sure, uh, sure. Then they got a little too excited. They bought property three and four, kind of like back to back before three had even started. You know, sometimes you, uh, you got to go slow to go fast. Mm -hmm. And uh, they are, uh, and what they did uh, indicate is they are going to take their primary and make that a rental as well. Again, you can awesome. buy a primary uh, with less down and things of that nature. So again, a new little twist in all of this. Yeah, I think I probably bought number three and number four too fast. Ah, I think yeah. I did too. Yep. Yeah, it happens, yep, right? I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, well, you think you have it, right? Yeah. You think you it. have it. You think you're dialed in. You're like, yep, got it. Got it. Got it. I'm good. I'm really going to be good at this. Yeah. And then you're like, woo, crap. <laughs> Too many balls in the air. That one just hit the ground. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Totally agree. I love that. Number seven, uh, you never fail if you keep trying. Mm -hmm. uh, this is an individual who uh, quit their job, went all in on wholesaling, right? Burn the, burn okay. the boats, if you will. Yep. Uh, he talks about a story where he uh, didn't give up going to seek some energy drink. And that became his moment. This individual admits to being afraid of the phone. Think about that. Being a wholesaler who is afraid of the phone. Yeah, he would, he, he threw his phone against limiting. the wall. Yeah. Career <laughs> limiting. But he, but he admits it and he gets through it. And it, he right. ultimately does 33 deals this first year. But we, we, we talk about how he gets through it and he does this. And again, I, I call him and congratulate him. He's a true real estate entrepreneur. Uh, but the story of struggle. And I mean, he had his car, I mean, he had his phone turned off and, and all of these just real struggles. And, um, Hopefully it sounds like, sounds like Omar. Uh, it's uh, somebody in my market, somebody in the Fresno yeah. market, but yeah, okay. very, very similar. Yep. Yeah. Sounds a lot like Omar. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Number eight, uh, again, boots on the ground are critical. This is an individual who bought one of those back of the room $2,000 courses <laughs> and did not much, did not do much with it. Uh, but he did get in. He likes to hotel properties. That's his little twist, right? He sure. goes in, does trash out, might do light painting, uh, mm -hmm. but he wouldn't, but he doesn't, re, uh, doesn't replace flooring or anything of that nature. He talks about his, you know, less than three grand kind of his cleanup, right? What he tries to do. And he, he sure. just tries to get sure. properties going. Um, he does this. I think he, when we did this interview, he was in, it's weird. He was in, he lived in San Diego, but he invests in upper New York, I guess, not okay. like Manhattan, but upstate New York, I think he called it, uh, hence boots on the ground. And that's where he grew up. Hence he's got plenty of boots on the ground there. Uh, and then finally, he, we really get into the end of this talking about buying holders where wealth is created, right? He talks about early in his career, he was getting big checks, but then he got big tax bills. Uh, and now yes. he's talked about, um, you know, how he wants to, you know, I think I don't remember exactly, but it was basically, you know, hotel two, keep one kind of thing, right? He yep. wants to keep more. Uh, so again, lots of stuff to talk about. Well, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, right. The, the one that screams out the most on this particular one is certainly understands the value of boots on the ground. Yep. I think, you know, has created his own hybrid strategy, mm -hmm. which I love because yes. in those inefficiencies that you find in, in the market and in other people, mm -hmm. those inefficiencies, you can turn into good capital for yourself. Yep. And then I think the last point that I like a lot is buy and hold equals wealth, which is there's a lot of flippers out there that are about to get their comeuppance next year. Right? Into that, yeah. And even right now, some of that's happening. So I think next year, if you're an Airbnb bear mm. and you are a, and you are a flipper, mm -hmm. you're going to have a crappy year next year. Yeah. Next year is not going to be nearly as fun as the last 12 to 24 months. I agree. Just my thoughts. Number nine, the American dream is alive and well. Uh, this individual started with nothing and built a nine figure business. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, finding and creating value is his superpower. Uh, he keeps networking with others bigger than him. He's always trying to get into the next room. Uh, and he's awesome. done over $200 million in deals. Yeah. That's a big number. That's a, I mean, I was trying to think, I, I, I've never at? done the math. I want to say 30-ish. 30 I bet you're higher than that. I could be. I bet you're in your four. I bet you're four. I bet you're over 40. Actually. Yeah. If you take the apartment, you yeah. have to, you I've have never to done do. the math. <clears throat> we'll see. That's because we don't look at our PFSs. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> I, it's like one of those uses. I like, does that mean anything to me? It really, I don't Not think really. it does, but I think it's, it's more one of those things that you can only tie to productivity. It's probably, yeah. You know what, you it, know, uh, dude, it could, it, Cause I'm, I'm in Mike, I, it's, we gotta have be, a lot. it's gotta be 50 now that I you're, think about you're it. You're way yeah. high. Yeah. Cause we're in the twenties. Yeah. It's gotta be in the fifties. Yeah. We're in the twenties, but I don't know. Don't hold me to that. But I bet I would bet if 50 was the number I'd take the over. Yeah. 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 I would. Yeah, do. I, I would so. too. Yeah. Cause yeah. I'm in the twenties and you're three X yeah. my size. Yep. All okay. right. Next get on the property ladder ASAP. This is an individual who was in his early twenties when we, you know, talked about this, he did a 203 K loan. Um, to help build his owner's equity. He saved 7K working in a retail job. Awesome. He sold one property and regrets it. Uh, and of course, he likes he likes to look for wedge deals. He's down in Southern California. This is meet Kevin. It is. It is actually, yes. So he turns into, and so for any of any people that understand this and look at it, the guy is worth what, 20 million now? Oh, easy. Yeah. 25 I, million. I mean, I the guy's worth a ton of money, but 
Mm-hmm. He built his, and it's cool because it kind of shows you financial freedom, right? Yep. Once you get there and no matter how you get there, you can kind of do anything you want. Yeah. And that's what he's doing right now. Like running for governor and losing. Yeah. Which was sad. Yeah. But yeah. I love it though. I mean, it, it, it's just, it's just proof, Mike, that eat with anybody that there's something that you can take away from it. Right. Yeah. What I really, because again, I appreciate people's early stories, right? Me, a lot of people yeah. look at him today and he's, you know, Ooh, wow. Look right. at all the numbers. Mm-hmm. I want to know the guy at 23 who was saving seven grand at Jamba Juice. That's right. Who moved into his girlfriend's house in high school yeah. and, um, you know, bought a $300,000 house with like nine grand. Yeah. Dude. I yeah. mean, that's, that is, that is taking action. It's yeah. live in flip. I mean, that's the part I appreciate yeah. and, and more and more people need to do it. Yeah. And for what it's worth for Bryn and Eliana, my daughters that are going to be watching this someday, mm-hmm. your boyfriend cannot move in. <laughs> don't ask yeah don't ask yeah he happen. can move in but he'll be living in the backyard <laughs> yeah. six feet under the dirt i'll something. put yeah i'll put i'll put him in an apartment a few yeah. miles from the house yeah. that would be best i'll call my yeah. boy mike and we'll yeah. see if we can put him in fresno <laughs> exactly exactly i'll yeah. cut you a deal we'll, we'll put him in at half price <laughs> perfect hey, yeah i'll take care of him california <laughs> perfect there you Long go distance relationships work. yeah it works no problem you can you can zoom him or whatever it is uh number 11 Going deep in one market offers yeah. benefits. This is a mother of five uh, who has flipped over 100, oh. 100 homes in her career. It's, it's over a decade long. Wow. Uh, they were doing this in 2008, uh, very on a much smaller scale. That was kind of their beginning. But she remembers hmm. saying out loud, can we afford Christmas? Yeah. Yep. Right. You feel, you feel that in the discussion. Yeah. Uh, and then she talks about finding a mentor that matched her because she talked about others that didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. matches her kind of her style and her goal strategy and uh, that changed it for her so again another story um just keep 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 rolling and, and different but but hopefully meaningful yeah wow yeah 100 so homes. mother of five I don't mother of five I, I don't want to hear people who can't i can't do it i don't yeah. have time mother of five flipping 100 five. homes back in her backyard in fairness but yeah 100 homes no, no joke awesome Number 12, never stop learning. Uh, people ask me, one of the things, they, one of the early early comments on my introduction is which, which interview hit you? They all did, but this is the one that I admit it hit me the most just because who it okay. is. This is a uh, investor in her 70s, in oh. her 70s. Wow. And she's talking about starting in the 80s with credit cards, <laughs> right? This is just a different time. Uh, her point is never stop learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the reasons that this hit me so hard is she's been selling off her portfolio, right? The other 14 interviews are about people growing at different size. She's yeah. like, Hey, I've never met a landlord in her seventies or his seventies that do a good job. Right. Right. We buy from frustrated yeah. landlords, right? That's, That's a right. market we go That's to. Right. So right. she got ahead of the curve, right? She started selling her portfolio so uh, smart. early and she does sell her financing and hard money. And right. Uh, it's, it's, um, this one hit hard. Yeah. And this one, I mean, I remember after doing this interview, I sat in my room for like 45 minutes, just contemplating life. I was like, yeah. Oh my God. You know? I mean, Mike, this is an extra strategy that honestly, a year ago, I never would have considered. Not exactly. A year ago, I never would have considered it. I was like seller financing. I'd have been like, no, uh-uh. Yeah. Mm-mm. On the buy side or on the sell side. Yeah. Now on the buy side, I asked for it in every deal. Right. And often get laughed at. 
but it's okay. And yeah. then, but I'm, yeah. whatever. I'm getting laughed at all the time. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. part of sales. What you, yeah. What are you new here? Yeah. What are you and, soft? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Ha ha. I suck. Hey, let me help you out. I'm also yeah. a ninth grade dropout. Yeah. What do you, what do you like? <laughs> yeah. But I love this because this is a completely ex. This is a completely new exit strategy that I don't think very many people are considering at all. Yeah. I uh, after this conversation, um, I changed. I, yeah. I I'm like, you know what? I will probably, uh, this is again, because of this conversation, and this is why I admitted this is the one that hit me personally the hardest, was I'll probably sell a couple, right, to raise cash, just sure. to go party, whenever that yep. is, right, whatever party means, but then a lot of it will be seller financing, because um, right. I want the income, and I don't, I hate paying the IRS. Yes. All right, so, yeah, this one hit hard. Yeah. Number 13, get educated so you don't lose a decade. This individual is a big-time investor, huge operation. Uh, but early in his career, he bought a substandard rental while working, and it was so painful, lost money, that he, he exited real estate for a decade. That's hence the lost decade. Oh, yeah. Uh, but now he's, it. yeah, you know, if the first time hurts, you just don't go back, right? Um, and this is a conversation that you and Dion, Dion and I are probably going to have Thursday, right? What happens if, uh, and Dion asked me what would happen if Olivia said, sell that property instead of keep going for that first Norris drive? So this is probably the answer, right? I'd probably lose a decade, um, which would suck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and now the, this investor is focused on properties below the median. He's addicted to deals. Uh, he ultimately, um, once he got back in, he did wholesaling and had success. And now to replace his income and now flips. Uh, and of course, he buys and holds for cash flow. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he had rentals during the 08 crash and cash flow went up, right? He didn't care that the values went down. So. Again, a, a great conversation. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I think we we didn't, we haven't bought a pro in the very beginning. We didn't buy property, or I didn't buy property every year. Hmm. There were definitely a couple of deals where it took up a ton a ton of capital. It didn't go exactly as I'd hoped. Yeah. Where it was probably I want to say like oh, when we couldn't get loans, right? So yeah. It was like probably like oh, back of 07 to maybe like middle of 09. Yeah. Maybe so. There was like a two, two and a half year gap where we didn't buy anything. Or yeah. I didn't buy anything. Yep. Number fourteen. Uh, this one's a personal friend of mine in my market. Uh, the rat race is real. Be mm. careful, right? Mm -hmm. He gets in, has a career, making big money, but spending it all, much like myself. He has a conversation with his wife about quitting and going full time. Uh, they um, have a great conversation. Again, husband wife on the same page. Uh, they have six months of reserves uh, to live, so he goes for it like burns the boat. Uh, he gets a first deal rather quickly. Kind of, kind of, you know, thinks, uh, thinks it's easy. And then six months go by before the second deal comes sure. in. He does start as a house flipper. Uh, and the big thing that this individual does, he's, he's the best investor in Fresno, frankly. And um, he is constantly marketing. He has been marketing with direct with mailers for four or five years, never missing a beat. Uh, he is getting leads today from mailers from two or three years ago. He is a marketing machine, and I and I don't say this lightly. I think he's the best investor in my home market of Fresno, California. I was glad glad to put him in here. And then number fifteen, grow at a pace you are comfortable with. Right? Don't follow others. Don't believe this. Don't believe that. This it, this couple, again, two full time employees, both in the healthcare field, as I recall. They watch flip this house on TV and decide <laughs> to give it a go. 
Uh, they end up doing 10 deals the first year. Uh, they've been leveraging private money uh, for their cycle. Uh, and they tell some stories about contractors stealing money and uh, you know, oh, yeah. uh, getting loose on their project or process, <clears throat> and, you know, trusting people they probably shouldn't have too early. So, yeah. So again, that's that. Those are the fifteen millionaires. Wow. It's. Uh, I don't know that you could get much more of a diverse group, Mike. Yeah, like, that, that, that's that was, every. It's yeah. everything. That's everything I could think of. That I mean, that touches everything, right? I mean. I tried. I tried to mix up sexes, mix up experience, yeah. mix up time, mix up strategies. It it it, um, it was quite the exercise to put together, and uh, hopefully people enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, that was fun. I appreciate you uh, going through that, that with awesome. me. I saved it for you. Um, I love it. Yeah. Where can people find you? Lumberjacklandlord.com, Lumberjacklandlord on YouTube, and 11.30 a.m. Oh, he's doing it again. This coming Sunday, as if five hours and three minutes wasn't enough. We're coming back for more. It was a lot of fun. So we went and I crashed at the end, but yeah, five hours and three minutes was. Do you just like go lay on the couch after that? Just like, don't talk to daddy. Um, I literally, I think, what did I do from that? Oh, I think I walked out and my wife goes, are you kidding? Right? Yeah. Are you kidding? Right. (laughs) That's what, that was the first thing that was said to me when I walked out of my studio. Are you kidding? Right. I was like, uh, I, does that rhetorical? Yeah. I, I'm not no. sure how to answer that. I need some, I need <laughs> yeah. some uh, honey and water. Yeah. 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 Water what would you like me to do? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah. Thanks. Well, yeah. And folks enjoy it. Uh, I, I might tune in next Sunday. That, that'll be fun. Oh, that'd be awesome. I would love for some questions to come. I, cause I post questions on yours on Saturdays. Yeah. Cause I watch. that's actually a family event for us. The kids <laughs> literally sit around the television we actually bring it up and I'll actually have it on my phone muted so I can ask a question, but we'll actually watch it on the big screen in the living room. My kids are very used to Saturday morning cartoons and Saturday morning Zuber. At 8 a.m. Pacific. That is awesome. It is. Very cool, man. 11 a.m. They're watching it. Let's, uh, I look forward to topic number two, the cheat code to wealth. Here we go. Awesome. Thanks, man.